Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sovereign Projector podcast. My name is Heather, and as always, I'm so grateful that you are here and joining me in this little virtual cyberspace we are creating together. Um, I'm recording this on, what day is it today? Thursday, the 3rd of June from Airlie Beach in Queensland, Australia. Um, I am outside, in case you couldn't tell, there will probably be some noise because I am backpacking at the moment, Um, a spur of the moment decision, which is kind of what we're going to be speaking about today. And so there will be, yeah, I'm sitting outside because it's such a beautiful day, Um, you know, in this beautiful rainforest surrounding, um, but there is also a road just beyond the rainforest surrounding. So if you hear cars and whatever, that is just where we're at. I was going to record this inside, but my room is a bit dark. It's so nice. Like the place where I'm staying is so beautiful on the outside. But then the actual room is just, I don't know how anybody survives with only one window. I mean, what is the point of a room with one window? And so I just have been doing um, calls outside in this little like cabanery type thing. I don't think that's the right word for it. But yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing because I am in like a kind of work uh, mode for the next three days because Wednesday, Thursdays is when I do clients and then I just have some other stuff to get ready for my classes. Um, So I'm doing that, yeah, over this three days and then we will see where we end up, but that is kind of what we'll get to. Um, But anyway, so yeah, that is just my little long disclaimer of there will be noise interference and sorry, not sorry. Um, I am pretending like just in case anyone walks past, it's very rare that somebody walks past, but just in case I'm like kind of holding my phone. So I'm recording this on my laptop. Um, I'm like holding my phone up to my mouth uh, to pretend that I'm on a phone call because then it doesn't look like I'm speaking to myself any more than it already does. Okay. So where to even begin? Okay. We'll just start off with announcements. So this episode will be coming out on Saturday. I believe so a couple of days from now I think is when I'm going to put it out maybe Friday night we'll see um but either way um both of my like school education things will be open um the human design reader training is open uh we're kicking off in a few weeks now three weeks now um probably less time no it's probably three weeks whatever 21st of June is the first day um no so it's probably two weeks from Monday, which is crazy. Two weeks from Monday, we are starting the next human design reader training. Um, And because from now, whenever you sign up, you will get immediate access to the introductory module. So all the people who signed up already are already enjoying their introductory module. And then we get fully into it on the 21st. So if you are interested in signing up for the human design reader training with me, I will link that in the show notes. Um, I'll be closing enrollment, I think, like three or four days before the 21st, though. So keep that in mind. Um, what else? Let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. And the Evolutionary Astrology Reader Training, too. Um, the next round is going to be starting in July. So that will be open. It's not open right now, but it will be open by the time you're listening to this because I think I'm going to open it tomorrow night, Friday night. Um, <clears throat> so, again, all of that will be linked in the show notes. Um... Yeah, I think that's all the announcements for now. Um, Yeah, I am still seeing clients, but only on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And so that is the only options you'll have to book if you do want to have a human design and evolutionary astrology reading with me. And there are still a couple more weeks to get the um, more like mini reading option to like the pre-recorded option. Again, shall all be in show notes. So today we are talking about the time when I listened to my spleen and I could not be more happy that I did because it's just been the best decision I've ever made. So we're also just going to be talking about like, I don't know, risk taking, um, getting out of your comfort zone. Da, 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 da. We're also just going to be doing a little like travel with me adventure. Um, cause this is the other part of me, right? You know, I have, I have my North node and Venus in Sag in the ninth house. And so of course, like I love astrology. I love mysticism. I love like philosophy and all those beautiful ninth house things but the other half of my soul is the half of my soul that wants to spend my life on one wild adventure right just going places that I've never heard of and feeling like a local by the end of the night 
eating weird weird food on roadsides and meeting new people every day and just like learning everything about the world right so that is the other part of me and that's like what we're going to be talking about today is just some some adventures right especially for my my friends and family in melbourne who are stuck in lockdown five four 5.0 and really struggling from what i've heard uh because it sucks um and apparently canada has a really hardcore lockdown too that's that's still going so anybody who needs a little bit of fun a little bit of freshness a little bit of travel adventure you are in the right place because i am fully reverted back into my early 20s self um backpacking partying adventuring meeting new humans every day it's just the best okay so where to start let's start with last tuesday morning so we are talking about tuesday hang on i've got my calendar right here because i'm pretending to speak into my phone as i said so i can tell you the date tuesday the 25th of may i wake up and everything inside of my body says you need to get out like you something is about to happen in melbourne and you need to get out and you know for those who weren't um i'm sure yeah just last year really i think i've said this on here like it really sucked it really sucked you know we had one of the harshest lockdowns worldwide um and i lived with my parents for most of it and it really sucked and i couldn't do it again like literally for my own mental health i literally knew i could not i could not and the thing with like our politicians too they'll be like yeah yeah just for a week and then they'll just keep extending it indefinitely until you're just losing your mind because there's no end date in sight so I woke up, I said, yep, my spleen said you need to get out and everything inside of me was like, but you know, what about rent? What if you get stuck there? What if you get put in quarantine once you get to Queensland? Um, so if you don't know the Australian state set up, Victoria is Melbourne, like Melbourne is in Victoria, which is the bottom state. Um, I guess it's Tasmania, but that's like way below. Um, and then there's New South Wales. This is all the East Coast, right? And then the top, the tip top is Queensland. And Queensland is this massive state, but because it's much closer to the equator, so the weather is stunning. Um, They don't really have a winter. And in Melbourne, it is freezing right now. It's middle of winter. Queensland doesn't really have a winter. I guess they do, but it's like 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 8 degrees Celsius. Um, The sun is out anyway, so it doesn't even matter. And I was meant to be flying there on the Thursday. But yeah, my spleen was just like, yeah, you will not be allowed out of this state on Thursday. So at this stage, I think we had like two cases or something, but our government really, um, I think overreacts, but you know, each to their own. (laughs) So I just had a sense. I was like, oh, they're about to put us into lockdown. If I want to get out, I got to get out like now. Anyway, everything was just like, yeah, like I said, what about rent? Like all those classic mind fears come up, but everything in my body was like, nope, get out. So I booked a last minute flight. I booked a flight for 7 p.m. that night to the Gold Coast. It was only like $107. So I was like, that is much better than sitting here indefinitely, um, wondering if I'll ever be allowed to leave my house again, especially now that I live by myself. Um, Yeah, I mean, lockdowns plus being single and living by yourself, not exactly great for mental health as well. Even though I work online and I do get to speak speak to people, it's not really the same. Um, anyway, so yeah, booked the flight. Then I had to teach a class. So I taught my evolutionary astrology class that morning. Um, and then as soon as I got off that call, I was just like, okay, hustle mode, threw a bunch of things in a backpack, did not pack nearly enough. Um, but that is something we'll come to later. Um called up the motel that I'd stayed in before because you know I had clients the next couple of days, so I had to have like good accommodation where I knew that the Wi-Fi was going to work. Caught up the motel, was like, hey, do you have a room? And they were like, yep, no worries. They booked me in. That was all sorted. I booked all my transfers like to and from the airport, both in Melbourne and in the Gold Coast. Um, What else? I called my sister who would be taking care of my cat. She was going to take care of my cat when I went to Cairns, which I was meant to be leaving for on Thursday. Um, I was like, hey, any chance you can have Giselle like starting today instead? And she was like, yeah, of course, no problem. Um, so, but she's like, you know, you need to get here by one because um, we're going to going to uni. 
Um, so I quickly threw a bunch of things in a bag, packed up the house, packed up whatever leftover food I had to take to my parents to give to them to eat while I was away. Um, and drove me and Giselle to my sister Josie's house where Giselle would be living, I guess now indefinitely until I, until the Melbourne lockdown ends essentially, and I'll go home. Um, dropped her off, went and bought extra cat supplies for her, all her food. She's so fussy. She will only have the Woolworths salmon in spring water. She won't eat anything else. She won't eat the Coles brand. Um, that's all she'll have. So, yep, did that. Bought lots of extra supplies. Uh, then drove to my parents' house and because that's where I was leaving my car. Um, and then went to the train station, got on the train at 3, got on the bus, and then made it to the airport and boarded my flight at 7.15 p.m. This whole time I was like, oh, my God, they're going to announce it any, a second, any second. Like, you know that Victorians have to go into lockdown. And the thing was is that um, Melbournians, starting from 1 a.m. the next morning, had to go into, like, lockdown, um, like, quarantine, I guess, arriving in Queensland from 1 a.m. the next day. And I think my flight got in at, like, 10 p.m. So I literally just ended up sneaking in just in time. And this whole, like, throughout this whole day, I was just hearing the announcements come through that they were bringing back restrictions in Melbourne. And, um... Everything was just like, yeah, we're heading towards a lockdown. And I was just like, thank you, Spleen. Like, thank you so much. You know, you didn't you didn't know, but you knew and you told me and I listened. And it was scary, but I listened and I'm so grateful. So yeah, I got to Gold Coast Airport and I was waiting for my transfer and I was just transfer and I was just like, thank God. Like, thank God I'm here. I don't have to do that again um, because, yeah, I know I know that a lot of Victorians and Melburnians listen to this podcast and it's hard to describe, but it's truly, like, it was a really traumatising experience last year, especially just the whole, like, being messed around about when it's going to end and, like, just moving goalposts and stuff. Some people found it fine. Whatever. I did not. It killed me. Damn near killed me. Um, <clears throat> so, anyway, then I stayed at the motel. Um and that was just like did two days of work uh saw some clients finished up a few like of the grazing platter recordings that i had to record um and yeah i didn't get a podcast recorded last week obviously i had a little week off because then so this was wednesday and yeah tuesday and wednesday night i stayed at the hotel and then thursday morning I was officially on holidays because this is when I was meant to be going to Cairns and what do you know that morning Melbourne announced that they were going into lockdown and I would not have been able to catch my flight so there you go I just knew I was not going to be able to have my holiday okay wait there's a motorcycle going past okay um yeah I'm not going to be able to have my holiday so fortunately I did Anyway, so from this stage, I was on holiday, holiday for the next four days. I checked into, like, this um, hostel. So I went backpacking for much of my mid to early 20s, as I've sort of spoken about on here before, I think, a bit. Um, But, you know, I sort of thought, oh, I'm too old for that now. And, like, you know, being a projector, I was like, oh, there's no way I could stay in dorm rooms. There would just be too much sacral energy, blah, 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 blah. But... You know what I just had been on lockdown for eight months out of last year um have been like I guess in serious mode for far too long so I was like fuck it I'm going backpacking um checked into this hostel well actually for starters like I walked the entire way from Mermaid Beach to Surfers Paradise where my next hostel was which was like 5.8 kilometers carrying my backpack because why not you know we're we're having fun like we're just doing adventures like anyway so I got to my hostel checked in um and then went to the beach like so that night um yeah actually no th- so this is like the major thing that I want to speak about is that as I I made a post on Instagram I think well yesterday for me but a few days ago for you about the serenity prayer right just this prayer that has seen me through so much of my life just saying like you know god grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. And when I was on the bus to the airport, um, on the way to Melbourne Airport, um, on the Tuesday, I was listening to a Macklemore song that says, like, quotes that serenity prayer in it. And I was just like, yes, this is it. Like, the courage to change the things I can, because that is what it takes sometimes, is that you 
you know, we think, oh, yeah, I'll just like surrender and just like accept and just like grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. But I think sometimes as spiritual people, we forget just how much power we have to change the things that we can. There was literally nothing holding me back from booking that last minute flight. You know, I don't have kids. I don't have a partner. I don't have a job where I have to present to an office. Um, You know, I have my cat, but she was taken care of. There are ways for me to take care of her and get her looked after so that I can change this thing that I could have just been like, oh, you know, I'll just like lie down and take it. Um, But I was like, no, I have the chance. And all I had to do was find the actual courage. So there was that. So I was just like, yeah, so many of us ignore the fact or like try are trying to surrender these things that suck, that we hate, that make us miserable when actually what's really being called for and what we're actually being called towards is not surrendering and not accepting and saying, oh, that's not something I can change because it's the wisdom to know the difference, right? There are things that you can change. I guarantee it. There are things that you don't like right now that you can change <laughs> that you just have not taken the courage to change anyway so then from that point it was just four days a pretty much non-stop partying and just fun like so as you may know if you have been a bit of a long-time listener I'm in my Saturn return I had the first hit in March or April or something of this year but because of the retrograde the Saturn retrograde I'm about to have my second hit in mid-June so yeah, Saturn will go, oh, it went over my exact degree of Saturn, which is like 11.56, um, 11 degrees and 56 seconds of, of Aquarius. And then because Saturn is in retrograde right now, it's about to retrograde back over my exact degree. And then it will eventually, once it starts going direct again, it will eventually be totally over um, at the end of this year. But this is what I think is that, okay, cool. Saturn return is all about becoming an adult. So March, April, I graduated into adulthood and then Saturn went into retrograde and then I went back to not being an adult, right? I am reliving my early 20s lifestyle and it is the best because we don't want to take ourselves too seriously. We don't want to take life too seriously. We don't want to be an adult too much. We just like that is not the point in life. And I think this is what this is really a reminder for me for is that like, I'm still so young, like I'm 28, like there's nothing that says I have to be all serious all the time and honestly, like I thought, oh, because I'm like a business owner now or whatever, I can't like be reckless and fun or like because I teach spiritual principles, it means I can't like do tequila shots at 2 a.m. Um, that's not what that means at all, like life is here for living, life is here for joy but yeah, so on Thursday night, like checked into the hostel and met this girl like while I was cooking dinner and we'd been speaking for five minutes. She was from Adelaide and she was like, well, I've got wine outside if you want some. So went outside. Um, there was this beautiful courtyard in the hostel and with like fairy lights and all, all that good stuff. And we, yeah, she just like this random person who I don't even know her name by this stage. She just pours me a glass of wine um, into a mug because you can't have glass outside by the pool. Um, and meet these two guys from Perth who I will come to affectionately know as Eminem. Um, At this stage, I can't pronounce their names. So one is originally from the Philippines and one is originally from Estonia. Um, And also for, you know, privacy reasons or whatever, I just don't share names of people I meet. Um, So Eminem. And we just all start chatting and, you know, it gets to an hour into our conversation and we're talking about aliens and we're talking about philosophy and we're talking about the law of one and we're talking about consciousness and we're talking about, you know, the law of attraction and just talking about all of these and like astrology and stuff and just like all of these things (laughs) that are just the best, right? And, you know, this is what I was reflecting on the other day is truly this like notion that everything happens for a reason because, you know, I ended up being really good friends and just having the best time ever with like these, like with Eminem over the next few days, like they, they will feature heavily in, in the events of the next few days. Um, and if I had flown straight to Cairns, right, if I hadn't gone, if I hadn't had to go to the Gold Coast first, if I'd just been going on Thursday straight to Cairns, I never would have met them. And it's like all of these people that we are meant to, that we are divinely like scheduled to meet up with in our life's path, they're waiting for us. 
um, as long as we can just like follow our intuition, like those paths will cross. And it, yeah, because it truly was like, I mean, like the time we spent together, I was in stitches. I was laughing so hard. I have not laughed that hard. It was like, I feel like we must have had past lives as like three like comedy brothers or something because people don't know. I don't know. Maybe you do know. I can't really tell what I what sort of sense of humor I protrude on this podcast, but my sense of humor is so dry, like the driest. And so was that. So it's just like, yeah, having full conversations and the entire time you're just bullshitting. It's just the best. Anyway, so, yeah, we stayed out that night, um, finished my wine, got offered beer, um, and I was just like, sorry, Liver, I love you so much. But also, again, I am retrograding back into my early 20s and living my best life. Um, But, yeah, so, anyway, that was it for that night. Um, Again, we're just, like, chatting about cool stuff and then went to bed and we sort of made plans that on the Saturday, so this is still the Thursday night, that on the Saturday they were going to rent a car and go to this like rainforest thing um, that's about an hour inland from the Gold Coast and I was like, yeah, cool, I'll come. So that was the plan. And then what happened the next day? Oh, yeah, the next day, so the next morning I just sort of went to the beach. Um, I had to organise a few things, I had to buy like – things that I'd left at home because I packed so terribly. So I just went to an op shop and bought like a backpack and a hat and warm clothes because yes, it is sunny and beautiful during the day, but oh my God, it got freezing at night, like so ridiculously cold. And I was not prepared for this. Um, If you've heard my story about my last trip to the Gold Coast, uh, I had to throw out half of my clothing at the airport because again, I'm stubborn and refuse to get like carry on luggage. So I had to get it under 7K. So I'm wearing like every item of clothing that is slightly heavy on the plane. And I was sweating like crazy, but I didn't take nearly enough like jumpers or long pants or anything like that. And also, yeah, it's just very hard to do laundry when you're traveling. So I had to, yeah, buy some warmer clothes and stuff like that. So I did that that day, just organize a bunch of things. Um, And then that night, again, cooking dinner. Um, start talking to this this person from America and this is the problem is that the way that American dudes say my name it makes me melt right like I can't even describe it I can't do it but that accent saying the word Heather I'm just like okay marry me um so that was my so yeah then we just like again started like drinking outside shared a six-pack of CC and dry um, he was from America, so he'd never heard of this, this Canadian club drink, um, but loved it and hung out with a bunch of like British dudes as well. And then they made me go actual clubbing and I have not been actual clubbing. It must be like four or five years. Like it was just, <laughs> but it was so fun. This is what I mean. I am retrograding back just reliving my childhood, not taking myself seriously, drinking too much. They bought me tequila shots, <laughs> like four of them. Um, I can't believe I wasn't sick either. My poor like body would just have gone into shock. I didn't drink for about 18 months in total. Um, and now I'm just, again, abusing it like I did when I was 21. Don't get me wrong, my body is still a temple, but again, not taking myself too seriously. Um, and yeah, had my one little romance of the trip so far with this beautiful uh, American man who says my name all nice. And yeah, we just stayed out late and partied and got freezing because again, was not adequately prepared for the after dark weather of the Gold Coast and just danced all the way home and like got home at like three probably and then woke up a few hours later because I was meeting um Eminem to go to the rainforest at nine yeah nine well I went to go get an acai um acai bowl to start to heal my body from the last like couple of days of abuse um and then I saw them they were getting breakfast so they called me over and we just had coffee and then we went and picked up our hire car it was this sweet little like white (laughs) car that is so modern that apparently it's like if you try and change lanes without indicating it just won't let you like the 
steering wheel just locks up, which is, I guess, a good idea. But also, what if you do have to swerve really quickly? <laughs> Could almost be more dangerous than it is safe. This is the problem with like AI technology. I don't think humans have really thought about how important human consciousness is. Anyway, so yeah, we picked that up. We drove into the the rainforest again it took like an hour and we're just like laughing the whole time um telling random dry, dry jokes the rainforest was so beautiful it was so stunning um we did the massive walk uh like the four the four hour return walk found some waterfalls and then we sat down had had our lunch, like had a little picnic lunch. And, you know, we're just kind of saying like, you know, one one of the M's was saying like, you just know you are making good decisions if this is your view for lunch, right? Because we're just sitting on the walking track with our legs dangling out, looking out at this beautiful rainforest, this waterfall rushing in the background, birds and butterflies just like circling around, the sun just like gleaming through the trees. And it's like, yes, this is how I want to spend my life. Um. And what happened next? Okay, so then we uh, ran back and it was already starting to get a bit dark, um, but we still had like, I think three more waterfalls that we wanted to see. So we drove to the next spot. Um, yeah, yeah, drove to the next spot quickly. Just ran, sprinted. Um, this place was beautiful too. The sun's going down and you can kind of walk walk behind the waterfall like there's a little special path like I guess like called the twin falls or something I think that's the one if you ever happen to be on the Gold Coast definitely go there it was so stunning you walk behind the waterfall um you know spent 30 to 40 minutes doing photo shoots of each other and then uh ran back and then one of the M's wanted to watch the sunset from this particular mountain but it turned out it was like ages away so we looked up this uh lookout spot and we ended up going there again by this time the sun is like almost down but we're like speeding through zigzagging through these these windy roads I was not driving I'm a terrible driver um but you know one of the M's was zigzagging through these back roads trying to get to this lookout spot to see see the sunset um and honestly it's like the adventure and the the chase is way more fun than the actual like viewing of the sunset so we park the sun is basically down um but I turn my flashlight like the flashlight on on my phone and me and one of the M's like sprint um down this path to get to this lookout spot but by the time we get there the sun's gone down but the stars are starting to come out so we just stand there stargaze it's like this lookout that looks over this beautiful rainforest and all of these mountains um, that are just inland from the Gold Coast. And yeah, there's just stars coming out. It's so beautiful. I point out the Southern Cross, which apparently they've never seen before. Or, well, obviously they've seen it before, but they didn't know what it was. I tell them the story of Sovereign Hill um, and that like Southern Cross flag and whatever. Um, <clears throat> what else? Yeah. And then we go back to the car and we want to go home by the stage. We're so wrecked. We're so tired. Again, we have been in stitches, like just making each other laugh the entire day. Again, it was like we have been bros in past lives who just like tease each other. It was so good. Um, but anyway, so we're, you know, starting this winding journey now in the dark with no like street lights back. Oh my God. I cannot even imagine the pressure of driving a higher car in that type of situation. Imagine if like a kangaroo jumped out or like echidna jumped out or something and damaged the car oh not fun okay hang on I'm about to run out of recording time but I'll be back in a sec okay where were we so yeah where oh my god yes okay cool so then we come up to this we see this like flashing lights you know like ambulance um fire truck etc we're like oh my god what is happening um ahead and I sort of thought oh my god someone's probably driven off the mountain like again it was dark there's not a ton of light um, and it's totally possible someone had driven off the mountain, so I'm freaking out. Uh, but turns out there was a house fire and the road was blocked and we were like, okay, cool, they'll direct us another way. But, you know, the police person or whoever was redirecting traffic and was like, one of the M's was like, oh, you know, well, how else can we get back to Gold Coast? They're just like, yeah, this is the only road out. Um, that cafe, you know, pointed to a cafe 
there just happened to be this like tiny little cafe on a corner, um, nothing else for miles. Um, they've stayed open. Um, so you can go have a coffee or just like put your car in the queue. So we were like, okay, <laughs> you know, it's pitch black by now. Um, it's so dark. We're so exhausted um, from walking all day. And we go put the car in the queue and they both smoke. So they got out and like had a cigarette. And then they poked their head in. They're like, oh, you know, we're going to go for a walk. Do you want to come? I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, let's do it. That'll be fun. Like a little stargazing walk. So we walked around and we actually like went to this cafe and it was <laughs> so cute. I guess it was like a fudge factory. Um, every small mountain town needs a good fudge shop. That's what I always say. And this was theirs. But the owner really loved fairies. And so it was full, like they had this giant fairy garden where she'd set up like little, like, well, all the little, like she had little like fairy, uh, what are they called? Like doll thingies everywhere. And like in the trees, she had doors and like all the stones had doors for the fairies to like live in. Um, and it was just so magical. And then you go inside and they're just selling all this fairy, par- fairy paraphernalia. And they sold macadamia milk, hot chocolates. So we got hot cho- like hot chocolates um, and just stood in the cold while they smoked and I tried not to freeze and just looked at the stars again, waiting for this, I guess, house fire thing to be um, done. Um, this poor cafe, though, I mean, they were packed, obviously, because there was just this huge line of cars waiting to get out and everyone was just like, well, there's nothing else to do. Let's go get a coffee. Um, by this stage, I think it was about 7 p.m. They'd been meant to close at 5 p.m. They'd been going to close and then a bunch of people had come in be like, eh, we're stuck. Any chance of a coffee? And then it had just not stopped. It had been nonstop since then. But like, you know, bless them. Thank you for staying open. Um, but, you know, obviously the wait was like half an hour at least because there's one barista and one person serving. So, yeah. I mean, I think some people just need to relax. Like this one lady was like, I've been waiting for 20 minutes. And I was just like, make it yourself. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah. That's why I always remember from my days as a barista. I'm just like, can you not see? Like people who would be like, oh, you know, I've been waiting this long, da, 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 da. And then they, like, if they just took a second and look at me, like, I have not stopped moving for the past 45 minutes. I'm going literally as fast as I can. If you want to come back here and help me. And that's why I used to say sometimes when I was feeling particularly Aries rising sassy, I would just be like, look, I'm going as fast as I can. Like, if you want to come back and give me a hand, that would actually be really appreciated. That usually shut them up. Um, yeah, I was not built. I was not cut out for hospitality anyway. Um, but yeah, so finally, uh, probably like an hour and a half later, the road was clear. We drove back into town. Um, and yeah, I'd had three hours sleep and I was asleep as soon as my head hit the pillow pretty much. Um, what about the next day? Was that my last day? Yeah. The next day was my last day in the Gold Coast. And what did I even do? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I went... Actually, no, I must have, yeah, I must have just been chilling in the morning and then my bus, caught my bus to, oh yeah, I was just doing a little bit of work in the morning actually. And then I caught my bus to Noosa where um, I was staying in another backpackers called the Nomads Noosa. Um, Checked in and immediately like made friends with this lovely like Spanish girl who was sleeping in the room and she was actually going to be working there. She'd just gotten a job on reception at the hostel. So yeah, we just like hung out, had dinner. Well, I had dinner. She had her, you know, 7 p.m. snack because she would be having dinner at 10 p.m. That, that, yeah, I love that about Europeans, but I'm also so confused. Like whenever I've shared room rooms with Europeans and they're, you know, asleep at, at four or five and then they get up and go for dinner at like 11, 10, 11. I'm just like, wow, <laughs> what a different world. Anyway, especially because I eat dinner at like six when I'm at home because I'm Nana. Um, but yeah, so we did that and we're just talking. And of course she was super into astrology. Um, and she was just like, wow, you do that for a job? Like <laughs> teach me. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so it's just like teaching her some stuff about astrology. Um, and she was so sweet. And what else? what else what else what else yeah I don't think oh yeah what did we do that night we went to the the hostel bar was having um an Irish duo 
that were playing and performing and I love Irish folk music so much. You know, it just sings to my bones. It sings to my ancestry. Especially now that I have red hair, I just feel extra Irish lately. And we jigged, like, we got up and we were doing the actual, like, Irish jig. It was so much fun. Um, again, because that's why I just think, like, every time that I find myself, like, hesitant to do something like that, like, oh, God, everyone's going to look at me and there's no way I can Irish jig properly. It's just, like, will you regret, like, not doing this more than doing it? It's, like, yes, always. Like, just do it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, did a little jig. Um, it wasn't, like, the funnest, but jigging is fun and then went to bed and the next day we were going to well the next day early I got up because I had to do some emails and then I messaged her I was like let's go on an adventure so we went to this national park that was in walking distance to our hostel to try and find these fairy pools these elusive fairy pools and fairies have clearly been a theme of the trip so far these bloody elusive fairy pools because we got there but the tide was high we should really have checked uh, because it turns out they're only fairy pools when the tide is low. When the tide is high, which they seem to be consistently, I guess because of the eclipse, um, when I was in Noosa, they're not fairy pools. They are vicious hurricane pools. And, yeah, you could not, like, if you Google um, and look up, like, Google Images, Noosa fairy pools, like N-O-O-S-A fairy pools, you will see what they were meant to look like and then just imagine that being beaten to death by these giant waves and that is what we saw and so there's no way we could have relaxedly settled down and enjoyed a nice sweet float on these fairy pools um so we just hung out there for a while we sat in the sun my delicate pale skin probably burning while she just does what spanish people do and gets super tan literally I saw her later that night like so she went back after that because she um yeah worked there so she could have gone anytime but I did almost the entire like walked almost the entire little national park which was like 10ks um yeah then I saw her later that night she was like so tan I was just like ah, so jealous anyway what else um yeah so I just like kept walking came back by the time I I didn't take nearly enough snacks either I think, again, I should have looked at how far and how long this was going to be. Didn't take nearly enough snacks. Didn't take lunch. Got back into town at maybe 3.30. Walked into Grilled, which is just this burger, burger place. And was just like, feed me. Give me burger. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> I must have looked like a monster coming out of the depths of the ocean. I was so hungry and so tired and so exhausted. I've been walking for hours in the sun. Um, ate my burger, sat in the sun, read my book, relaxed, tried to get my breath back, and then saw on Instagram that M and M were on a bus to Noosa, which was exciting because I thought they were going to Brisbane afterwards and they thought they were going to Brisbane afterwards. So I wrote to them on Instagram. I was like, oh my God, you're coming to Noosa. They're like, yes, we tossed a coin. You know, heads would be um, Brisbane and tails would be Noosa and they got tails. So they came to Noosa and I was like, oh, you know, just stay at my hostel. They were like, yep, sounds good. Um, and then we made plans to hang out. But by the time I walked back, they were checking in anyway. So we reconvened. We just hung out um, and made plans for what we were going to do that night. What did we end up do doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we... What did we do? Oh, yeah, we went into town and had some dinner, some Mexican dinner, some taco dinner. So good, so, so good. And they met my friend Courtney, um, who had just also checked into the room. So the night before, it was really just like me and this this Spanish, Spanish girl, um, T., I used a real name before, Courtney, but whatever, she won't mind. Um, this Spanish girl, T, it was only us in the room the night before, like in the dorm room the night before, but tonight already like five people had checked in. And the funny thing is, is that I think it was like six out of the eight people staying in that room on this second night were from Melbourne who had like girls who had escaped the lockdown as well, who like saw this was happening and then booked last minute flights. One of the girls said she drove 27 hours straight through like literally through the night well probably yeah nearly over two nights 
to get out of Melbourne. I'm just like, I don't blame you. This is how how traumatized that poor city is. Um, and yeah, so I made friends with this new girl, Courtney, and they she came to dinner with me and Eminem. And then we went back to the hostel and went to the bar there and had a few drinks there. And this is where I started doing like free readings in exchange for drinks. So people are obviously always super interested when you say like, oh yeah, I'm an astrologer. They're just like, huh, what does that even mean? You know, what do you just, you know, I'm a Libra. Like, well, you know, what could you tell me about this kind of thing? I'm just like, okay, that's not exactly what it means. And no, I don't spend 75 minutes talking about what it means to be a Libra. Um, People are just like, you know, hey, how does it work? It's just like curiosity, which is awesome. So anyway, so then I got up the charts of... Courtney, um, Eminem and a few other people that were really curious and was just like doing like literally 10 minutes sun, moon, rising <laughs> readings and everyone was so like, oh, we got to have the best story as well. Um, everyone was just like so mind blown. And so they were giving me like buying me drinks um, in exchange for these like literally 10 minute, very basic readings. That's the power of astrology. It, it does blow your mind the first time you hear about it and like seeing people first come to this practice and be like holy shit that makes so much sense um I never understood it before you know because a lot of the people that I do readings for they already know so much about astrology they're already believers like you know quote-unquote believers but there was something so special about just like watching people first come to this practice and see how magical it is and see the depth of it rather than it just being like you know you're a Libra um but yeah so (laughs) one of the m's was like hey can you tell me my future and so because jupiter just moved into pisces and you know jupiter in pisces is such a nice transit i was like okay cool let's look at where jupiter is in his chart and we'll just give him a little talk about what what nice stuff's going to be happening over the next couple of months and i started to say like jupiter has just moved into its fifth house when he just like put his hand on my arm he's just like oh my God, how did you know that? Um, I did, like when I get back from this trip, I'm moving into my fifth house that I've lived in since I moved out of my parents. <laughs> and everyone was just like, oh my God. And like everyone's just draw- jaws were on the floor. So I didn't have the heart to correct them and just let them think I was this incredible psychic who had predicted that he would be moving into his fifth house instead of saying, Jupiter is moving into your fifth house astrology success stories ma'am the best anyway so yeah did that read a few more charts um by this time it it, it, that's the thing is like it gets exhausting especially in a setting like a bar because there's just like so much even even for just these like kind of little small joke readings there is like a lot of space that has to be held for a person when you are reading for them so I was just like I need to stop um but anyway then my Spanish friend T, she was coming out to this club that we were going to. It's a Monday night. Where else but when you're backpacking, will you just be going to a club on a Monday night? It's the best. Um, why the hell not? And yeah, so she got up from her nap and having her dinner. And then we all walked down into town, um, got into this club. And I don't like house music. I like music with words. If I'm going to go out, it has to be like R&B night so I can sing along. But I just like let go and just we were just dancing like crazy, dancing silly, um, moving our hands all over the place and just being literally the stupidest people on the dance floor and could not care less. Um, just making a joke out of it. And yeah, by this stage, I was like, I need to stop. Like I, my body is not equipped to deal with this much alcohol at this stage in my life after not drinking for so long <laughs> um, and the rest of my diet being so pure, etc. cetera. Um, yeah, I was bloody feeling it. And then we eventually left because like after an hour of that kind of repetitive music, even joke dancing to it is just not fun. So <laughs> we went one of the M's, Courtney and me, we went for a walk. We were trying to find food, but Noosa at 1am, nothing's open. Not even Ben Ben Jerry's was open anymore, which is sad because I could have smashed like some vegan ice cream, but sadly no. 
Um, but yeah, we were trying to find the beach, but we walked for ages and then got lost. And then it turns out if we'd just made one simple turn about 20 minutes earlier, we would have been there, but we were just walking further and further away. Whatever. Um, didn't find any food, walked back up the massive hill to get home, back to our hostel. And then apparently like Cordy and I went straight to bed. We were so tired. Actually, I started reading for a while. Um, because it just helps me calm down, especially when I've been dancing or whatever, the adrenaline was pumping. And especially, you know, by this stage, I've been a projector sleeping in dorm rooms full of people with people 24 seven for the past, like four or five days. My sacral addiction was through the roof. Like I had so much energy, but it was just like that hardcore buzzy energy that I know you projectors are so familiar with, but then I also couldn't get enough of people, right? I wanted to be around people all the time. Um, so it was very hard for me to come down and go to sleep after these. And so I, you know, read a bit to calm myself down. Um, and then <laughs> probably like an hour later, um, T walks in the room and she just looks at me like, why are you awake? Like, why are you sitting there reading? I was just like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I can't relax. Um, but yeah, and then that was, that was it. The next morning, um, M and M and Courtney and I, we went on another hike. We went to the national park again because we were so sure that this time we were going at low tide and we'd get to see the fairy pools. But alas, it was still getting smashed by the waves. So I don't, again, I don't know if there's a good time, but yeah, we just sat and chilled um, for a while. I would have loved to swim, but it was just too wild. People were surfing. Uh, I have no idea how those waves were giant, but I guess that's what surfers do. Who knew? Um, and then I walked back and got ready. Yeah, pretty much got ready to go because I was leaving at four. My bus was at four. And then Courtney and I met up on the beach and went for a swim. Finally had a little swim, washed all of the sacral buzz off of me to a certain extent. She was an MG. Um, and then walked back up to the hostel and had to say my teary goodbyes to Eminem for real this time. They said, no, we'll probably just follow you around Australia for the rest of your life. But alas, no, they are going back to Perth, uh, you know, in a few days. Um, and then walked down, bought my snacks, bought my sushi, got everything ready because I was going on a 17 hour bus ride it's not that bad. Like I do prefer buses to planes typically because, you know, planes, you have to go through the whole like check-in and security process. Da, 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 da. It's just so frustrating. Plus buses, you get to see so much more of the country um, and like watch the world go by outside the window. Uh, but overnight buses can be not too fun. This one was actually okay because it's just so quiet and no one is traveling at the moment that um, except for Melbourne people who were escaping um yeah that I had you know a block of like four seats to myself so it was fine I was curled up so cozy um and slept pretty much through the night which is great because yeah I was traveling from Noosa up to Ellie Beach which is where I am now um so this is pretty much where our story is going to end um I don't know if this has been fun I've had fun recording it so what I'm going to do actually I think is that like I I want to write this trip into like a mini book or something um, just really for myself because yeah, it's just fun. I just love travel writing so much. Um, and I think it's like travel writing is what travel writing and like people talking about their travels and like watching travels on YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, is literally all that got me through lockdown last year. So any more adventure stuff that can be shared with the world, I want to put it out there, but yeah, it's been so fun for me to record. But yeah, so caught this long, long bus, arrived at, I think, 10-ish yesterday morning, absolutely exhausted. Thank the Lord my room was already ready because check-in was meant to be 2 p.m., but they're just like, we can get you in now. I could have just thrown that person at reception in the air out of joy. I was so happy. So they checked me in. I got into the room, had a long nap, and then got up and got food. Um... And then, yeah, from today onwards, it's just like, like I said, work mode for a few days. And then I think this weekend I'm going to do a Wit Sunday cruise, um, but I'm still trying to figure out the dates. Um, yeah. 
but I think that will be so fun because this is like where people go to like where I am right now is where people go to uh go to the Whit Sundays and also like the Great Barrier Reef but I think that I will do some Great Barrier Reef touring things when I get up to Cairns which is going to be happening I think later next week or maybe even Townsville which is again going to be happening later next week um, but, you know, I already have, like, Courtney saying, like, you have to come back to Brisbane. Like, I've got free accommodation for you now. And Melbourne has just announced another week extension of lockdown. So I have no plans on going back anytime soon until that's done. Um, so who knows? I have so much time, space and energy. I would love to go back to Noosa as well. Maybe eventually see those actual fairy pools in action. Um, and also, you know, because my my Spanish friend T, she's, she's living there. So she said that they have karaoke nights on Thursday and I am obsessed with karaoke. So she's like, well, you're just going to have to come back on a Thursday night and we will sing Ariana Grande. And I was like, yes, that sounds like exactly what I want to do. So I have so many plans, but I think, but then I also just love this sensation and this feeling of being free and not like having a schedule. You know, I know where I'm staying for the next two nights, but then that's it. Um, And I have like rough ideas of where I want to go. But I think just, like, learning to roll with the punches. One thing I will say, though, is that, like, backpacking, it it and travel in general actually just, like, builds your nervous system so much because shit goes wrong all the time and you have to learn how to deal with it and you have to know how to hold yourself and you know, have to know how to readjust and be resilient when things don't go to plan because often things don't go to plan and you – book the wrong hotel or you book book the wrong bus or you're running late or you don't know where you're going to sleep the next night or you don't know where you're going to sleep in like two hours um or you get lost or your phone stops working you know halfway through some hike and you're like god damn I don't know which direction I came how am I going to get back and so I definitely do think that travel and and yeah backpacking especially has built my nervous system so much and I can already feel my nervous system strengthening just from literally being out of my house and having to do something other than stare at a computer all day or you know watch Netflix every night (sighs) as nice as lockdown was for a short amount of time you know when I do have my introverted parts of my chart like my Mars and Cancer all that stuff they love to be home but really like so much of me just needs change constant unyielding change new things all the time okay anyway hopefully this was fun um yeah if maybe maybe next week we'll do the same thing like a little travel with me or maybe we'll talk about some human design or astrology stuff or maybe we'll talk about some other stuff but hopefully you had fun coming along on this little travel with me adventure um if you want to follow me on instagram i post you know photos of my food and stuff and the hikes i go on so that's just at the sovereign projector um and of course you know if you enjoy this podcast share it with a friend um if you like my work and some you know somebody who wants to study human design or wants to study evolutionary astrology then send them my way um you know if you want to send leave a nice rating and review it's super appreciated and i will talk to you so soon